So, unfortunately, this episode will be about Nicki Minaj and this debacle. Well, it's not necessarily just about her. It's also about her husband. And just, you know, everything external to the lawsuit and the the case that Kenneth is dealing with when he failed to register as a sex offender. So whenever I speak on, you know, being a sex offender and, and a rapist, I would use S-O and R uh, to avoid, you know, triggering anybody or whatever. So I want to preface this by saying if you are just now tuning into my podcast, I am a Nicki Minaj fan. I've stated this plenty of times. I've also stated my disappointment in her choosing Kenneth as her husband and father of her son. It just seems like as the days go by, this decision, the weight of it, the effects of it, grow larger and larger in in just disgusting allegations indefensible actions that allegedly have been taken by the petties allegedly now I'm not gonna lie I'm not well versed in what exactly has been going on and what exactly has been said. I've been, I haven't done my own independent research. I've been listening to several YouTubers who have been bold enough to address what's been happening and to unpack the, you know, the convoluted legal situation that the petties are now in. So... I won't get into any specifics regarding that. My critique is just, once again, you know, this is why it's important for all of us, myself included, to vet our partners and to not be so short-sighted that we don't see the possible implications and consequences that can arise from who we choose to be in a relationship with as well as who we choose to, you know, marry, procreate, uh, you know, get involved in financial or other legally binding agreements. Because, look, we're, we're adults. We're adults and we're living in a real world. And that means that if your shit isn't straight, the chickens can come home to roost in the most shocking and destructive way. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just, you got to understand, I'm in my 30s and I'm a huge fan of Nicki Minaj. I witnessed her meteoric rise to being a super A-plus lister. The dominant reigning queen fancy. I mean, this woman is, she's just not your average rapper, run-of-the-mill rapper. This is someone who is talented, who is beautiful, who seemed to have been intelligent, who you know, was ambitious and daring. And really, we, for those of us who were old enough to remember, we witnessed her climb to the top. And we saw 
the many things that threatened that climb and how she was she overcame them. So it's still to me so shocking how things have unfolded and how and the moves that she made over the past few years. Even before Kenneth Petty came into the picture, just the whole debacle of 2018 and etc. I just I I'm just really just flabbergasted and and disappointment or excuse me, disappointed isn't a word that I feel is powerful enough to really speak to my feelings of Nikki and and just how she's going about her legacy. This is awful. These allegations are awful. And if they're true, it's just, it's, it's unacceptable, it's indefensible, and, and quite frankly, absolutely will require a cancellation of her. This isn't me putting all of this on her shoulders. She wasn't there when, you know, her husband, when he was, what, 15, allegedly raped that young lady at knife point. She wasn't there. She wasn't there when he allegedly murdered someone. Again, I don't know the specifics of that, of that case. But this is a guy who... Regardless of if, um, he, you know, the legalities were done ethically and properly, regardless of that, he was found convicted. I mean, he was found guilty and was convicted of these crimes. Why on God's green earth would you even consider dealing with someone who has a rap sheet. Whether or not you think he's guilty or innocent, the point is this is the he has some serious baggage. Why? Why would you choose this for yourself? Accomplished, successful, many times over, drop dead gorgeous uh, built an empire, cemented her legacy. Why? That I think that's just the question that's been on everyone's mind. Why? Why would you get with this person who has brought... I mean, what does Kenneth do? What does he do besides brings um, a goonish persona Allegedly, he has some gang ties if he's not himself in a gang. And a viable sperm that has resulted in the birth of Papa Bear. I mean, into the, in, it, you know what I mean. Into the uh, conception of Papa Bear. What else? You know? What else? And yes, it matters. It's, and you see, this is also part of the problem when it comes to our community, speaking to the black community, and speaking specifically to black women. This is also um, part of the problem, is that we think it's okay to accept any and everybody. Particularly, it's okay to accept a black man as he is. You know, he ain't got to come with no damn qualifications. He ain't got to come with no education. He ain't got to come with no job. He ain't got to come. The list goes on and on. That rhetoric is constantly spread in our community. And we shame women who don't want that. Who, who have standards. 
and high standards. We, yes, our community as a collective shame black women who dare to vet, who dare to choose, who dare to say, yo, you got to bring something to the table. We shame them for that. So I do think that's another side of this discussion when it comes to Nicki Minaj, because with all her accolades and accomplishments and fortune and fame, she's still a black woman at the end of the day. And she's still someone who has time and time again dated down. What does dated down mean? Um, And trust me, she's in good company. Uh, Dating down means you date someone that you're clearly, you know, you're out of their league. They don't, their, their shit don't match up with your shit. That's, that's what dating down means. And we see time and time again, black women, black famous women, black wealthy women, black educated women constantly lower their standards if they had any and, and just say, fuck it. Come as you are, black man, even though that same grace isn't extended to us. That same welcoming attitude is not extended to us because we, on the other hand, are expected to be super women. We're expected to be women that has it all and can do it all. That's expected to us. I mean, of us. There is definitely almost a zero tolerance for women, for black women, to be considered viable partners if she does not have a good job, does not have some type of education, does not have some type of figure. You know what I mean? It it just, the list goes on and on. So I say all that to say that I do think that that rhetoric definitely it affected Nicki Minaj and her decision because in her mind she was probably like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a successful, smart black woman. I don't need no man to pay for this. I could pay for it on my own. So I'll accept you. I'll build with you. I'll build you up. I'll hold you down." Absolutely, I think that also played a huge role in her getting with Kenneth Petty. Also. And, and I saw this on the Armand Wiggins show. I apologize if I said that wrong. He had a discussion on this whole debacle. That's what we're calling it as well. And someone called into a show and brought up, or he, I think it was him. Yeah, it was definitely him who, who made the point that in 2018, Nikki was against everybody. Her back was against the wall because there was an active campaign to replace her, to get rid of her, replace her, and destroy her. That is pretty much fact. She was up against the machine. The industry is what I'm talking about. And all those people that come with it. She was dealing with the breakup of her and uh, Meek Mill. You know, and the fallout from that. She was dealing with Cardi's meteoric rise. And, you know, Cardi, Cardi was, uh, she brought something different. She brought something very different to the female rap game. And what she brought was legit, certified, street cred. Not only through her affiliations, but through her own merit as well. Cardi allegedly i have to use allegedly but we know what's up she is allegedly quote unquote a blood or whatever you know i'm not i'm not part of that shit i don't know the the exact terminology but she is in a gang that appears to be blood under the blood umbrella god <laughs> um and that was a as something that she admitted to and something that was verified by many 
And so not only did Cardi have the support of the industry, not only was Cardi propped up as Nicki's replacement, not only did Cardi have a very successful mainstream debut following um, some pretty uh, good mixtape runs, but she also had the streets. She had the streets as well. So... You know, Nikki, who wasn't done, who wasn't done, was being forced into retirement. And she was being almost violently forced. She was blacklisted from uh, Grammys, from the radio, by DJs. And and so on the Armin Wiggins show, somebody was like, oh, you know, she made Queen Radio because she was just trying to get at Cardi. No, that's not why she made Queen Radio. Nikki had to make Queen Radio because Nikki was blacklisted. She was blacklisted. Her music was not getting no play on the radios. That is a fact. Hell, I believe DJ Envy was one of the ones who explicitly said on The Breakfast Club, yo, like, I'm not playing her shit. And I think he called on other DJs to do the same. And you know what? They did. I believe she only did one interview with, and that was with DJ, I mean, DJ, is it? I said DJ. It was with Funk Flex. And that was it. People were thinking, oh, she, she was refusing to go on other radio shows. No, she was blacklisted. Nikki has been blacklisted for like the past three or four years, if not longer. Y'all got to pay attention and y'all got to open your your minds and your eyes and get out the fucking matrix and see what the fuck going on. Just because you can't see shit right there in front of your face, that doesn't mean that the shit's not happening. It's happening. It's called behind the scenes, baby. This is chess. There's a whole fucking world happening. Beyond the, the the cameras, beyond social media, what's on there and what's, you know, it's what's not on there that's happening. It's a, it's a whole game that I'm going to break down to y'all at a, at a later episode. But, you know, like I said, she was being forced into retirement. She was being forced, um, she was blacklisted in multiple areas. She was dealing with the breakup with Meek. She was dealing with the fallout with uh, Quavo. She she had a top contender. Cardi wasn't just, you know, that girl from Instagram that used to make videos and strip. Cardi was Cardi. Cardi was the one who was breaking records and, and, and debuted at number one. And, 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 you know, the new best thing, younger, arguably hotter. You know what I'm saying? She was dealing with so many things coming at her. Nikki was dealing with so many things coming at her from different fronts. And she felt like her back was against the wall and nobody was coming out in defense of Nikki. That's another thing. The people that we thought were her allies and was rocking with her, they were not rocking with her. And I said this. I said as it was fucking happening and people would... People was in the comments calling me crazy, saying that I was making up shit, starting shit. I said in 2018 that Drake and Nikki were not on good terms, and they fucking weren't. He was not fucking with Nikki. And I believed it was because of how she handled, you know, her her position with the whole uh, beef he had with Meek. But yeah, they were not on good terms at all. She kept like mentioning the trilogy, which is Wayne, her, and Drake in her songs and uh, several times. And she kept like, you know, uh, shouting Drake out and, you know, just obviously trying to get him to co-sign her and her, her new era, the Queen era. And he did not. That dude... Did not post her album when she dropped it. He didn't say anything about the songs that she was directly named in in a positive light by Nikki. He had Nikki on ice. 
Nikki was alone. And you know, Wayne don't do the whole social media shit anyway. Wayne ain't too busy smoking crack or something. But, uh, yeah. You know, Wayne, he ain't gonna get on there with those antics. Wayne an OG. You know, he ain't got time for that. <laughs> he just, you know, he do his thing and then he dips out. He don't do the industry circus. So Wayne wasn't, it wasn't like, but Wayne still was, you know, giving her features. And, you know, whenever he did have a mic in front of him, he always sang Nikki's praises. Uh, Wayne definitely stood ten toes down behind Nikki. Never was unshakable uh, with that. But other than that, he's not going to get on social media and go back and forth with motherfuckers. You know, that's just not how he's built. So she was pretty, she was virtually alone publicly there was probably private supporters but you know like i said the industry was trying to cancel her and and they was in my opinion punishing anybody who dared to go against the orders what were the orders nikki's canceled don't go against that if you collab with her if you do this and that your motherfucking ass is facing cancellation too so Nikki was desperate. I do believe they, they tried to make some industry relationships happen. I do believe um, Nikki and Nas was, you know, an industry relationship, which means it wasn't authentic. Her and I believe an athlete named Lewis. Lewis Hamilton, I think? I don't know. Guys, I suck at names. Whatever. I believe that was uh, an attempt at an industry relationship to, you know, keep her relevant and, um, you know, trying to get some some media spins off of that and she wasn't feeling it like i think at that point you know just with everything that was happening during that year nikki wanted something real she wanted something authentic she was tired of the industry she was tired of the bullshit so she went home (laughs) she went to queens and and she uh, somehow ran into kenny and kenny was somebody that she previously dated according to her in her 10 year in her teen years so what does that tell you this is something that she shared on the queen radio what does that tell you that tells you that nikki was sick and tired of the fucking politics of industry and the fake ass people and she wanted something real she wanted you know she she was in a free fall and she wanted to be grounded and she needed something or someone that can remind her at the end of the motherfucking day, she's Onika Mirage. Nicki Minaj is a product, but she is a person. And she doesn't want to just be this product of the industry who used her up and is trying to throw her out. And that's also a major part of her getting with Kenny. Kenny is not of the industry. And this is something she said. He's not of the industry, and she don't want him to be a part of the industry. That's why she keeps him quiet and keeps him in the corner and, and, and has this you can be seen but don't say nothing type approach with him because she does not want to get caught up in another industry relationship and have her relationship uh, be media fodder the way that her relationship with Meek was, the way that Safari was, the way that Nas, you know, that little stint with Nas, that little stint with Lewis, that little uh, fling with Quavo. Like, she didn't want none of that shit. She just wanted a real-ass nigga, hold her down, provide some goons, and deepen her street cred, and whatever, whatever. And so, uh, this decision for Kenny, in my opinion, was not based in love. It just wasn't. It was based in desperation. And it was based in, in in a deep sense of loneliness that she felt at that time. And, and I think those factors is what caused her not to think this through. I also think that she was a little bit delusional in thinking that her celebrity status and her money would be enough to quiet down the murmurs of this man being an SO, a convicted SO, and an R word. She really thought that she could make it go away. Keep keep the, the press down on that. I can't even imagine the amount of money that she has been shelling out just to keep the media quiet about their relationship and, and Kenny as a person. 
I think it would have been way bigger had it not been. And allegedly, she's been sending cease and desist letters to multiple media platforms and blogs to keep, you know, certain things contained. That's a lot of goddamn money and energy towards this bullshit. At the end of the day, fuck that love shit. Sometimes it it just, a lot of the times, it ain't just about love. Love ain't enough. And this isn't coming from a place of judgment. I was there too. No, I'm not a celebrity. No, no way, shape, or form am I a public figure, celebrity, rich, or anything like that. I'm a regular, degular woman. And I too made the mistake of lowering my standards and giving a chance to a motherfucker that didn't deserve it. Not just because of he, you know, didn't have the credentials to match up with me, but because I chose to put rose-colored glasses on and ignore the red flags that came with this guy. In addition to the fact that he's not as educated as me. Educated as me. Did I say that right? Yeah. Or has the, the drive that I have, the ambition that I have. The organization, the etc. I too did that. So I'm coming from a place of understanding. Why did I do that? Um, we'll get into that. I'm going to save that for when I come back. Because we're going to get into it. Because I don't believe in, in just talking shit about somebody and standing in a, in, a, in a place of assumed judgment. Because this isn't what this is. This is somebody who is speaking on something that I know a little bit about. And that I can t- relate to. In a sense. But we're going to get into it. I got to run some errands. I'll be back. So, in a nutshell, without spilling my tea all over the place, because I'm not a public figure, I'm just a regular, regular bitch with a, a fucking app for this podcast. But anyway, um, basically, I just went against my instincts. I lowered my standards and gave somebody a chance that should have been curved. At the moment, I detected a few red flags, and I didn't. I didn't because I was always being blamed for why my relationships didn't work out. I was always the one being looked at crazy by people. And so, you know, I was just like, let me try something different. Let me, you know, switch up my approach on how I deal with things. And so... Because I didn't really want to face yet another failed relationship. I kept being in a relationship with somebody that I had no business being in a relationship with. And then, you know, the whole, the rabbit hole got deeper. Now, a whole year later, that person is the father of my child. And I now have to deal with that person for the rest of my life. Well, for the rest of, you know, my baby's life. And he's going to live forever. So, <laughs> I, you know, I just wanted to share that story to let y'all know, like, um, I'm not perfect. And when I critique, when I give critiques or whatever, it's coming from a place of experience. It's coming from a place of well-intentioned advice because I've been there. And I know what it's like to try to make it work with somebody that you ain't got no business making it work with. Come on. Goddamn you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm driving. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's that. So back to Nikki. Um, once again, I was on the Armand Wiggins show on YouTube, and one of the callers that had called in on his uh his show like a week or so prior to me making this episode said that he was a barb and that he you know he's just disappointed in Nikki's antics and that she needs to evolve and that was the perfect word to use for her it's time to evolve baby girl I was just on social media and I saw how Cardi now has like this deal where she's releasing 
some type of alcohol. I forgot. I forgot what it was called or whatever. But I'm like, are you kidding me right now? First of all, good for her. Good for her for, you know, being smart and leveraging her celebrity to, you know, making deals outside of music. But it just reminded me, like, yo, like, when was the last time Nikki has done anything? When is the last time she had, like, an endorsement of some kind? When was the last time that she, like, just dropped a project? It's all this conjecture of, oh, that documentary is coming. That documentary is as old as the Bible. Um, girl, like... By the time the documentary dropped, we gonna need a whole new documentary because that documentary probably chronicled three years ago. We all the way in the future now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so who, like, at the end of the day, who really fucking cares? Like, you waited too long, in my opinion. If she drops it, I'm gonna still tune in. But, you know, it's kind of like, you keep talking about this shit. When is it coming? And then she keeps, like, she's just very vague with shit. And it's like... At this point, I just feel like she's playing in our face. She's playing in our face, and it's pissing me off. I just feel like, look, cut the bullshit. What's holding up the documentary, Miss Miss? What is holding it up? It's time to be real. Stop playing in our motherfucking face. We see what's happening with your brand. And um, the past week, mind you, today is September 16th. And this past week has been nothing but bullshit when it came to her. This girl asked the question about vaccines and gave her little two cents on it. And it has blown up into this entire controversy. And and she's just reveling in it. And it's just like, okay, I get it. You wanted to defend yourself. Niggas was lying on you whatever whatever learn how to dead it though like why are we on day what three or day four of this why why because you're distracting us from the fact that you were served on monday you and your husband like stop playing with us okay stop it's just ridiculous at this point get yourself a publicist release a well-constructed pr statement saying that you and your husband will um, have your day in court. You will allow the proceedings to play out in court and hope for a fair uh, judgment and that you respectfully request some privacy in dealing with these very sensitive legal matters. Something along those lines. And let that be that. And then let's move on. Let's move away from all this controversy. I feel like she's... It's, this is like Queen Era all over again. Queen Era was nothing but mess, rantings, and ravings. And and it's just really starting to look really pathetic. And really bitter. And really familiar. <clears throat> Lil' Kim, anybody? It's starting to look like the sun is setting on your ass because you're going out desperately and it's not even necessary. It's it's time it's time for somebody to be honest. I don't want to hear nothing from no barbs talking about, oh, she's defending herself. Everybody's always bullying her and everybody's doing this and everybody allowed Cardi to do that. And, and it's always a, a situation when and Nikki says something, who gives a fuck? It don't matter at this point right now. Nikki is blacklisted. She's blacklisted in the industry. She's blacklisted off radio. She's approaching 40. She's married to an S.O. in an R word. Convicted. And now she's being sued because of witness intimidation and harassment. These are two, I mean, these are too many issues, too many ginormous issues for her to keep constantly reveling in controversy. Enough is a fucking enough. It's time to play chess. She's moving like a basic bitch, and it makes no fucking sense because she's intelligent. She's intelligent, and she and she's. You know, one of the goats, the rap goats. So act like it. You call yourself the reigning queen of rap. 
Well, act like it. Stop acting pressed over every goddamn thing. Not everything has to be addressed. Not every battle has to be fought. That's the point that I'm trying to make. That's the point of my frustration as a huge Nicki Minaj fan because now it's like, it's becoming embarrassing to be her fan. Some of the shit that she does is just indefensible. I'm a 31-year-old, intelligent, college-educated woman. And I look fucking crazy being her fan, trying to defend some of the bullshit that she's doing now. It look, I look like a basic bitch. Because it's like, girl, you you seriously aren't co-signing this right now. Like, seriously? And you call yourself this, that, and the third? It's It's getting really crazy out here. It's time to get in your bag. Hell, all these damn uh, legal situations going on in your life, it's definitely time to get in your bag. That shit ain't bottomless. Your bag is not bottomless. So let's let's get our hustle on. Get your fucking ass in the studio and, re- and, and focus on a great album. Get your ass in somebody's boardroom and let's start making some deals. Get your team up. It's time to get professional. You're a veteran in here. Like, where's your fucking team? Every time I look around, she's looking for a nail tech. She's looking for somebody to do her hair. She's looking for some first management. She done switched management, what, two or three times already? In one year alone. What the fuck is going on here? It's time to level up. Get your management together. Get a publicist. Let's get some marketing strategies, some cohesive marketing strategies. Let's work on some projects. If you can't release the documentary, okay, don't release the fucking documentary. But at least release a fucking PR statement so that we're not all sitting here in la-la land trying to figure out, okay, when is this elusive, imaginary, fictitious documentary going to come out? Release a goddamn PR statement on it. That's one. Two, Queen Radio. Stop waiting on Spotify, Apple, and and SoundCloud. I don't know who the hell else you've been in talks with. If they're not moving on your shit, fucking start a YouTube channel. Hire some fucking um, people that are good at editing, video editing, and and sound, and, and... and all that other bullshit, and they will get your shit together, and they will do a great job. Now, if you're trying to be uh, a little fickle with the money or whatever, there are so many talented college kids who can do that shit. Fucking start an internship and be like, hey, if you're interested in video directing and radio and all this other stuff, shit apply here so that you can work on the team and then get some non-disclosure agreements going on (laughs) and fucking start these internships and have them be a part of your team and even hire them even because you do need some fresh some young fresh innovative minds on your team because honestly it's time to evolve and it's time to change so that you're not looking like a, a an auntie trying to keep up with the kids out here it's time to get a you know some young perspectives since you're still trying to be relevant the game has changed miss ma'am it's time to get some fresh perspectives so so start there if, if those other platforms ain't moving on what they need to move on okay fine uh time to get on youtube the point i'm trying to make is that you need to you need to be in some some lucrative projects and not in no goddamn pointless coinless mess enough is enough if you're trying to release a studio album release a studio album stop threatening us that you're going to go on another goddamn hiatus go on one hell we used to it by now go on one then but that's better than sitting up here listening and, and reading these you know listening to these rants and reading these these rants and stuff what is it doing nothing like, I'm just, I'm really frustrated because it's like, you're really unraveling. You're unraveling, ma'am. And it's embarrassing. And it's unnecessary. And it's because you have too many yes men in your ear. If your husband was really about something, he needs to get your fucking ass off the damn Twitter. 
Hell, you need to be spending some time with him. He's facing some serious time. Last I heard, he was facing like five to ten years or something like that. Get off fucking Twitter and spend some time with your husband. You so in love and shit, you literally have (laughs) practically sacrificed your career for this guy. At least spend some goddamn time with him and look like you're in love and not like he's some prop. That's all I got. That's all I got. Because they done, um, this shit done got me a migraine and I got to pick up my baby. Um, uh, if you don't agree with what I got to say or whatever, that's fine. I'm still working on, you know, just starting an email so that, um, you can submit your opinions and stuff and then we can go over it we can submit some letters oh yeah if you want some advice or anything or just another perspective i won't even say advice just another opinion or perspective on any issues that you're facing i'm gonna start doing that as well so um i'll make another episode where i'll drop the email address that you can um send your advice to and sky's the limit sky's is the limit it could be on any and everything. And if I can give you a perspective or an opinion on it, I will do my very best. So um, thanks for listening with an open mind and enjoy your day and night. Bye. Hey, what's up? This is Chai and you're listening to Chai Chat. Um, thank you for joining. And I want to give you guys an update on what's going on with the podcast. So remember in the last episode, I said I was going to create an email address so you guys can submit topics and questions and things like that. Well, I made one. <laughs> Easy peasy, right? So you can email me if you want me to cover a certain topic or if you have a question or you need advice on something, a different perspective and opinion on, you can submit that to chai chat pod at yahoo.com again that's chai chat pod no spaces at yahoo.com c-h-a-i-c-h-a-t p as in peter o-d d as in dog at yahoo.com okay so um i did get like a few questions to start things off on so the first question i got And I won't reveal any identities unless you want me to. So, first question I got was, have I ever done polyamory? For those who don't know what polyamory is, it's basically um, you are in a relationship with multiple people at one time. In a nutshell, that's not the official definition, but that's what it is in a nutshell. And um, this type of dynamic can look like many things I mean the sky is the limit when it comes to what that looks like it goes beyond just having sex with you know more than one person it's actual relationships actual there's still commitment there it's just commitment with multiple people so the answer to that is no and I responded to this person and I said the reason why is because it's it's just hmm it it can be messy it could be really messy and you know dealing with one person is (laughs) it could be more than enough but am I open to it yeah I am um I can't engage in it because I'm in the military and that's not allowed but um as far as like if you know if they're married or if I'm married but if not then whatever hey this is Chai and you're tuning in to Chai Chat once again I'm in my car my apologies y'all um what can I say I'm just very busy I be on the go so I be trying to you know connect whenever I can which is in my car as of now so <laughs> My bad, but we need to get into what's going on in the Hollywood sphere. And what's the biggest stories are, of course, uh, Anika Petty and Kenneth Petty and Jennifer Who Ho 
Um, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how to say her name. Um, also, Wendy Williams and uh, Rihanna. So, let's just start from Rihanna. So, Rihanna is her, her Savage Fenty Volume 3 fashion show is coming out. Or lingerie show. I don't know what you call it, dang. Um, and it, it's looking like, you know, once again, you know, it's it's elevated. And I personally never watch any of her shows. I just get the tea from my blogs and stuff like that. I don't have anything against it. Um, it's just it's just not my thing anymore, guys. Y'all gotta understand. <laughs> I say this a lot. You know, I'm in my 30s. So when I was coming up, it was Vicky. It was Vic, Vicky Secrets, Victoria's Secrets, and you know the infamous fashion show. I mean. Should I call it a fashion show? You know, the shows that they used to do to showcase their new lingerie. And you'll see these tall-ass models. And they skinny. And they soaking down the freaking runway. And then you have all these, like, big acts. Like, music acts. Who get on the runway and do their thing. And, you know, and that went on for so many years. Since I was a kid. So, I went through that whole, oh, lingerie phase when I was in my 20s. But now I'm in a place where it's like, look, I'm wearing a big-ass t-shirt to bed. Oh, you want some pussy? Let me, you know, hike this t-shirt up, lift my ass cheek up, and you can slide on in, slide on through, you know, and then I stop. And trust me, it's a good time for me, too. <laughs> I know that's some fucked up shit to say, especially since, you know... <laughs> it, it just is whatever um especially since niggas be you know talking about how they want a young chick because she she um got that fire in the bedroom and she get the lingerie and all this shit Chubbly, i'm tired okay i'm tired and plus, honestly, a lot of y'all don't appreciate it. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. Even back in my days when I'm so dead ass, I used to. I used to do the whole, let me shop for lingerie. Let me make it an experience. I used to listen. Y'all can y'all can ask my ex-best friend, Ernestine, because she would come with me. We used to dead ass go to uh, Fredericks of Hollywood. I don't know if they're still around these days, but yeah, we go to Fredericks of Hollywood, and I would plan, I would plan on a regular basis these, you know, dramatic, elaborate, sexy ass, freaky ass sex nights with my man. And baby, when I tell you I was spinning all on that dick, doing splits, uh, sucking dick from the front, from the back, from the side, all that, I was doing all that, man. Sometimes I look back like, damn, I had a lot of energy back then. <laughs> Yo, for real. And I and I look back and I'm like, damn, I kind of miss that shit. But then again, it's like when I really look at look back, it's like, damn, I didn't really, even though I enjoy doing that, like a lot. And I was, you know, I made sure I got my nut. But I just feel like niggas just don't appreciate how much effort goes into you know making their night a good night these niggas is, they be on some come as i am type shit you know what i'm saying and me you know i'm buying all these expensive bath products and perfumes and lingerie and making sure my toes look good my hands look good hair looks good i'm waxed all of that you know as i gotten older it's like fuck it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, do those things for you. And I'm sorry I got sidetracked. Y'all know how it is. But, yeah, do those things for you first and foremost. If you one of them, them women that like doing shit like that, like you genuinely get enjoyment out of that, like I used to, by all means do it. Because, you know, that... <sighs> If you like doing it, it's, it really is a good time. And it really is fun. Because I used to give lap dances. 
listen, I was so serious about this shit. My friend would help me um, plan, like, which songs I would use and what moves I should do. And you know what I'm saying? I used to be that bitch. Like, sometimes I think back and, I, and I'm like, wow, I was completely different from what I am now. Now, um... Like I said, I'm just not feeling it because, you know, I'm, I'm in a place where it's not that I don't enjoy doing stuff like that. Of course I would, but I just feel like niggas ain't even worth it, honestly. I haven't found a nigga that's worth it. I haven't really found a nigga that inspired me to do that, that feels that fire, that can match my, my freak, that can match my energy, that can make me want to, you know meet up to the challenge or whatever i haven't really been inspired like that for a very long time for a very long time and it's sad because honestly niggas have gotten even more lazy these days um and they just you know they they don't understand that you know you need more than just a a quick nut you need an experience. It's more than just fucking, guys. This is for the listeners, the male listener. Well, you know, females too. It's equal opportunity in this motherfucker. Um, but yeah, it's it's more than just fucking and getting a nut. It's about an experience. And the type of experience that you have on a Saturday night or Sunday night that will have you in your office with like your butterflies in your stomach. It's like turning turn like shit. That was a good night. Like you just sitting there when the work has slowed down and you just smiling to yourself that knowing smile because it's like, yo, I had a really good time. I haven't had that in forever. And um, when you go for so long without those type of experiences you just kind of like you just get on some fuck it type vibe and and usually those experiences come from you know just insane mutual attraction and chemistry now you know I, I take that back I have felt that way about a guy before I have felt that way in fact me and him reconnected recently um, you know who he is. But we didn't get a chance to do what we had to do because, uh-oh, Freaky China is a doting mother now. <laughs> I have a baby now. So priorities have shifted. Things have changed. I'm not as available as I used to be. And, you know, I'm not as energetic as I used to be. And I'm not as confident as I used to be. So, um, when it came down to us finally reconnecting on a physical level, I choked. Honestly, I choked because the idea of being physically intimate with someone, especially someone who's not my baby's dad, because I was so sure that me and my baby's dad were going to last forever. <laughs> and when that didn't happen, you know, anyway, um, so the idea of any type of intimacy right now, I'm in this mental space where any type of intimacy right now scares the fucking shit out of me. I swear to God. I swear to God. Um, and it's a scary place to be in. It's a shitty place to be in where, you know, I'm dealing with the insecurities of my body that has drastically changed on top of having, you know, I, I'm heartbroken. And even though me and his dad are currently, you know, in a good space this week, who knows what next week has in store. But, you know, I'm in this place where I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to go on rants or anything. Like, I don't want to curse you out. Like, I just want some peace. And I want to heal. Like, genuinely heal. Yo, I'm so off topic and tangent. I'm sorry, guys. It's just, we done went down a whole other rabbit hole. We started off with Rihanna. Then we started talking about my old, you know, young 20s, sex capades. Now we talking about me getting over the heartbreak and trying to heal, and waiting to exhale and all this bullshit. Let me circle back. I'm sorry. 
I just want to warn y'all. When you listen to Chai Chat, I tend to get a little bit off topic, but I'm going to bring it back once I remember what we're talking about. But you know, it's just everything is connected. And that and that's something that I really want y'all to take away from this. It's go this this is beyond. Everything is connected. And it's connected in, in really profound and also simple ways. So, you know, there's a method to my madness. So anyway, we'll get into that in a future episode. Uh, you know, just life after baby. Um <laughs> and and thirties and my thirties and all this other crap. But let's just circle back to the, the, the gossip. So, um, yeah, like I was saying, um I never really got into Savage it's Savage Fenty or Savage yeah, it has to be Savage Fenty lingerie because I'm just not in that phase in my life right now where I'm interested in lingerie, honestly. Maybe when I get my body snatched again through hopefully weight loss and some friggin' fentramine, um, then maybe I'll get back to that. In fact, I hope I can, and I'll do a photo shoot because my 32nd birthday is in December. So I would like to do something a little bit, you know, courageous and wild. And uh, so, yeah, I'll definitely keep um, Savage in mind. But I really don't want to do the whole typical, oh, it's my birthday, let me pose and lingerie thing. I don't want to do that. So I'll think of something that's a little bit more clever, a little bit more evolved. I'm not saying that 30-somethings can't take it off sometimes, but I just don't want to do it typical. I want to do something like really on my grown and sexy, like, yo, I'm a MILF. Well, you got to come at me like you a grown man. Man, you know what I'm saying? You got to do that. I don't want to, you know... I don't want no childish shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, my um, my ex-friend, she had gifted me a robe from Savage 50. I think I still have it. And it was nice. It was a nice quality. And every time I popped it out, you know, when I was entertaining my male guests, they used to be like, okay. And so, you know, I liked it. But I'm going to be honest with you. When I see, like, the some of the celebrities, the low-hanging fruit celebrities and the Instagram influencers wearing Savage Fenty, I'm just not a fan of some of the patterns. Well, a lot of the patterns that I see and a lot of the styles that I see. It just doesn't move me, you know? I just feel like it's not giving. It's not giving on the type of vibe that I wanted to give it. I, if I'm going to give you a bedroom experience, baby, I want you to experience a 30-something woman who knows what the fuck she's doing, who knows who the fuck she is, and baby, I'm going to put it on you. That's what I want to get from it. I don't want to get no fucking flowers and green and pink uh, trim and shit looking like a, a little college kid. I don't, I don't want that. No. I'm not, I'm one of them women, I don't try to pretend like I'm young and can and keep up with the youngins and all this other bullshit. Hell no. I'm a grown-ass woman, and I want grown-ass teens. And I don't want no goddamn uh, childish patterns and stuff. That ain't what, that ain't my ministry. Hey. Shit, I forgot to get out of my pocket. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, uh, I was entering the gate, you know. What was I talking about? Where am I? Oh, child. I had to get my bearings. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of the stuff to me, it's just, um, it's, it's just really, really, really young looking. It's, it's giving, um, I just left my mom's house. I'm a freshman in college. I think I'm grown. And, you know, it's given that. that That's something I probably would have definitely played in, you know, when I was a freshman or sophomore in college. And uh, I didn't even really give Victoria's Secret any type of play because they used to be on some childish shit, too. So that's why I, I would go to Fredericks of Hollywood because even back then, <laughs> baby. But <laughs> anyway, I just I say all that to say I never really check for Savage Fenty, but I do like to hear about her shows because I think it's dope as fuck that she got into this this industry 
Um, and she's killing it. And so much so that Victoria's Secret had to bow out when it came to their um, their fashion shows because nobody was trying to, you know, feature that. And it was largely because Savage Fenty is very welcoming and accepting of all types of you know, body types and, and races and colors and things like that versus, you know, Victoria's Secret, it was, you got to be 5'10 minimum and, you know, weigh 102 pounds and fit in a size two at most pants and, have, and somehow have like double D's and in order to, you know, be featured and you damn sure ain't going to be on this damn runway. So, you know, in our changing climate, in our changing culture of acceptance and re reality, most people do not look like Victoria's Secret models. Most people look like Savage Fenty models. And that's one of the main reasons why her show is such a hit. Plus, you know, it definitely deviated from the, the very structured norm of Victoria's Secret's marketing and and fashion show. Savage Fenty is is wild, it's dark, it's enter this realm of all types of fantasies you have. You want a cute little angel or you want a wild punk rock, spiky hair chick, whatever, we'll give it to you. And and you know what? I think that's dope. So um I'm pretty sure volume three, I'm going to hear a lot of things about it. Um, one thing I have heard, I have not yet confirmed, is Nikki was supposed to be an act and she was removed. Now, the thing is, people are saying she was never supposed to be an act. It was never announced that she would be an act on Savage Fenty. So y'all are reaching and cloud chasing and all this other crap. Um... Another person has said that Nikki um, was supposed to be like a surprise act, but, you know, because of all the controversy that's been going on with her for the past two or three weeks, she was dropped. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's no, if it's true that she was supposed to be an act and, you know, she was dropped, um, it's just business. It's nothing about, you know, like bad blood or anything like that. It's just the nature of the game, you know. Uh, Rihanna has a brand to protect and to market. And she don't have time to, you know, be dealing with the, the controversies from all sides. Nikki has a lot going on right now. And, and honestly, she's a liability, unfortunately, because of all this controversy that she, you know, is constantly in, whether by her own doing or others, that's to be debated. But yeah, so I'm pretty sure there's no bad blood. Nikki is a mogul and she's a veteran in this game. So she understands, I'm sure, you know, what it is. She probably, you know, feel a way because it's like, girl, stand on your ten toes and, you know, be courageous and whatever, whatever. But, you know, chestnut checkers, you know, chestnut checkers. So, moving on to the unfortunate story, stories surrounding Wendy Williams and, you know, her health concerns, both physical and mental um, on a serious note, it's just incredibly sad. It's incredibly sad to read about. It's incredibly sad to see. Because here's the thing. Y'all have to understand that, um, we all gotta pay the piper. You know what I'm saying? And... It's so easy for us to stand on our high horses and say, oh, you know, that's what she gets. And, and some people are even laughing. And I'm like, yo, y'all got to chill. I don't care how bad she was. That's one thing about me. I'm not going to sit there and laugh at anybody who's going through a low moment. Because we all have our highs and we all have our lows. 
and um, I'm sorry, I'm texting. And um, we all fall and some of us are able to get up and some of us unfortunately cannot get up. And, um, and despite, you know, how Wendy has made a name for herself, you know, by dragging people, exposing people, whatever, whatever, she, at this point in her life, is going through a really, really, really terrible time. And I just feel like, I don't, I don't know what's, what's happening, you know, if she struggles with substance abuse, she also had to deal with the, you know, her marriage dissolving the way that it did, and it's just, it's a lot, and I don't wish bad on anybody, I don't, I don't want to ever like be put in a position where anything resembling that happens to me and and one thing about it that I was taught by my dad and and the woman that he was uh, with before his current wife was that when when God is dealing with your enemies not to say she's my enemies but this is just what they would say when God is dealing with your enemies get out the way get out the way or you gonna get or he he's either gonna move you out the way or you gonna get hit in the in the in the in the aftermath or something like that y'all know what i mean but stay out the way let the universe handle handle it let god handle it however it needs to be handled and um and, and that's it just stay out the way and let and let whatever happens happens so all i can say is i hope it's not as bad as is what people are saying. People are saying she's knocking on death's door. And I, I'm not one to predict death and put that on anybody because that's that's not my place. No one knows the day or the hour. But um I I just hope that she she could prevail from this because honestly, and this is something that we, that we need to talk about as a collective. Drugs is taking people out. I'm not saying she's using drugs, but there are um, some theories and allegations um, about drugs, drug use, um, substance use. I don't know. But it's taken out a lot of people, famous, not famous, rich, non-rich, you know, just from all walks of life. We are dealing with a real drug crisis. And I, and I feel like that needs to be highlighted more and what we're going to do about it because this is crazy so um all i can say is that i just hope that she can come out of this this storm and and i'm not one to say who deserves what and and and, and whatever whatever and i don't know that lady i don't know her personally i stopped watching her show years ago because it just was just i don't know it started out fun Cause I like a good Kiki and I felt like she was like a, a friend that happened to be on TV and I felt like I was invited over for lunch and stuff but then something just got real nasty about it and I and I just had to like kind of dissociate myself but um I just hope that we don't have another celebrity tragedy and um yeah so when I come back we can get into Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty and his and Jennifer Ho, who, Hugh, I think. More to come. <laughs> 